Hey folks, Jeff Salzman here and welcome to The Daily Evolver. Today, I want to take a look at a topic that has become ever more important in my own life as I am now within weeks of my 64th birthday, and that is the topic of elderhood. And um, it, I, I'm, I'm interested to be getting into this idea of elderhood as being something more than just the senior discount, you know, that it is actually a stage of life. It has its own flavors. It has its own characteristics, its own gifts, its own challenges. And today, I have on the show somebody who has really helped me to think this through and has given a lot of uh, good, uh, has a lot of good insight into elderhood as a stage of development. And so I'm happy to welcome to the Daily Evolver, John Mariner. Hey, John, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> good, good, to to, good to have you with us. Yay. So, John, has, you've been a philosopher, a social worker, an integral psychotherapist, still working, um, and uh, you've been into integral theory for 20-some years, into Ken Wilber, uh, and over this period, you have uh, developed this insight into elderhood through your own journey. So, why don't you tell us just a little bit about that? Well, there are lots of entries into this. I, you know, I, my, my own journey, I think, into elderhood really started about, about 10 years ago. I began to become familiar with uh, the world elders, the work of Nelson Mandela and other world leaders who were looking at um, el elders as uh, important in terms of caring about the younger people of this world. And... That began, that began my thinking about, well, I was entering this, this new stage of life is how I see it. And I see the life stage of elderhood in a way paralleling uh, the developmental stage of, of integral that I was also working with. Mm -hmm. The consciousness stage of integral and the life stage of elderhood uh, began to come more and more uh, together to me and to make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does to me, too. In fact, you and I may have talked about this, but I often think of the integral stage as being, um, you could feel into it by feeling into what it is to be a grandparent. Ah. Because you can see the sort of whole crazy family. <laughs> And, you know, they're all doing their things and there are, some of them are little and some of them are teenagers and the adolescents and even the crazy adults. Mm -hmm. And you've been through it all. Uh, you were gripped by all of it just as they are now. But somehow you've been relieved of some of it. And you have, you know, we've talked about it for centuries, wisdom, millennia, this yeah. idea of wisdom that comes on, online uh, as an old person. And... Um, and, and that's it. That, that, that happens naturally if you get that far. Now, yeah. some people can be old and not get that far. And yeah. some people seem to get it younger. Yeah. But, but, but it is a distinct flavor of, um, you know, being friendly to the whole spiral of development, essentially, which is characteristic of integral. Yes, yes. And, and I think the emergence of elderhood Becomes, it becomes clearer at integral. I think the earliest stages, well, certainly 
knew about elders. But elderhood as an emerging life stage, uh, I think is becoming clearer and clearer now. And I believe that integral insight and consciousness helps uh, the, worry, the wearing of this, um, of, of this mm -hmm. Yeah. How would you describe elderhood or what are some of the characteristics that come to mind when you think about it? You know, some of the characteristics that come to mind, um, I, I think particularly of, of elderhood as, as the stage where uh, you, you begin to know that, you, that the, you care about the youngers of this world even more than you, even more in some ways than you care about yourself. You mm -hmm. care about the future. And I think that elders, while it, hopefully we often live in the moment, but we live future-oriented. Mm -hmm. thinking, thinking and living for uh, this, these generations that um, we love, but we won't live to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's inspiring to me, and I can sort of even feel into that. And it's interesting. It, this morning, I was watching the news show that I, you know, Morning Joe, and and they had coverage from these young people from this Florida shooting uh -huh. who, who went to Washington, and and they were speaking. And John, I never saw i i don't think i've ever seen anything like it these kids were lit up yes. uh, and there were two or three of them and i actually taped them because i wanted to play them on some future show and i think this is it because they they have a poise they have a wisdom they have a sort of a a flow that i would normally expect to see in older people honestly and there they were, and it was very inspiring. And, and to actually know that these people are going to take over, and I got to say, I want to say this about them. These are 17-year-olds. When I was 17-year-old, I would never have been able to do what these kids yeah. did. Yeah. Nor do I know of any kid then who could have. So this is something, feels like something new. There's something coming on earlier in yeah. the culture than it has before. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so, so I want to actually pour my um, attention into them in any way that, that I can, really, even just in a sort of a Tonglen or a, a, you know, a, a you know, feeling into the energetically and so forth. Uh, and I want to support them, and that becomes really exciting, huh. right? Yes. And I think from and at elderhood, we really hold that very special too. We, we really care about the we really care about these youngers, these younger people, and say uh, yes, right on. Uh, yeah. we want to we want to support you any way we can, and also recognize that uh, that wisdom isn't just isn't just limited to to elderhood, like you say, Jeff. There's a tremendous amount of, 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 of wisdom in these kids, too, you know, uh, beginning to articulate, wait a minute, uh, we, we have to look at what makes sense and what doesn't make sense in this world. Yeah, 
No, it's, it's, I, I used to think about um, that I didn't want to die because I, I wanted to see what Apple would come up with next. You know, now I don't want to die because I want to see what these kids do. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe, maybe we will see it. Yes. So, so let, let me just shift gears into that territory. So here, you, I'm 64, you, what are you, you're 70? 76. 76. Okay, so closer to the end than the beginning. Uh, how, how do you feel about death uh, and, and, and illness and, you know, debilitation and all of the, that side of the street that comes with elderhood? <laughs> Jeff was funny. I recently uh, wrote a piece I called... Uh, Elderhood and the Fountain of Youth. Of all things, I was thinking about that it had only taken me uh, 70 plus years to discover the Fountain of Youth. And I began to just think about this, you know, this mythical fountain as a, as a place that finally became more fully present to me at Elderhood of all places. It's like, well, it's like, wow, this consciousness of both, um, you know, our, uh, the, the loss of some faculties and some abilities as we get older, but the development of consciousness and spirit and uh, seeing things wider and broader ah, was, was one, of the, one of the gifts of, of elderhood, this, this expansion of <coughs> awareness. And yes. And, and, and even subtle body, if you will. I mean, you know, one of the things that's clear is that our physical bodies deteriorate as we get old. It seems to be an accelerating process with all due respect. Anyway, uh, so, you know, I think, so what, where am I evolving on the somatic scale or, or you know, and, um, and I realized that, it, you know, what integral theory, you know, thank you, Ken. <laughs> yes. uh, this idea of the, of the physical body, the subtle body, which is the energy body, and includes all sorts of things, you know, that are known and unknown, and we sort of feel our way into, and then consciousness as a as the as a causal body, and those that's where the action is, uh-huh. as the physical body, uh, you know, goes starts on the, on the way out. Yes, yeah, and it, that to me that is so exciting. But I don't think you automatically get to elderhood just because you get old, and that's important. Yeah, I think that elderhood, getting there means doing your work of waking up and growing up and showing up, and cleaning up. You know, mm-hmm. in adulthood, beginning that process in middle and, and late adulthood. If you're going to get to elderhood and not just old age, and there's nothing wrong with old age, but that consciousness isn't necessarily there. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I think old age would be a drag without having that consciousness there. Exactly. Uh, and, and it is a drag for a lot of people. Yes. And, um, and it's nice to have this, you know, sort of other opportunity. Uh, so to, to get back to your personal uh, uh, journey, John, you say that you, this really happened for you at 70. I mean, there was, that there was a shift. Yeah. So, you know, talk to me about before and after. And, you know, you were in your 60s and still, you know, not really where you are now. So I was parenting my daughter and it was about, I was about 70 uh, something when she turned, I think, 
she was maybe 14 at the time. And, uh, and I suddenly could, could look around a little bit more because I, you know, I was an old parent and I, in terms of starting parenting late. But um, so I began to look around and say, well, all right, she's more and more independent and that process is beginning to happen. Who am I now? And I think a lot of older people go through that kind of piece. When, you know, at the, at, at the end of the old careers, um, perhaps, <clears throat> perhaps retirement, uh, that, that question begins to come up in a, in a, in a new way, a new, new energy. Well, who am I now? And, and, and there was a period of time where I really just struggled with that. And, and it began to realize that I was, to me, I, I was moving into this new stage. And one of the things I think that's important, Jeff, is that elderhood is, a, 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 elderhood is an emerging life stage. Uh, it follows adulthood like adulthood follows childhood and adolescence. And it, is, it transcends and includes adulthood, but it's, it's not the same as adulthood. And they really are, you know, again, distinguishing factors of it. And I've mentioned, you know, some of them, that, that, that sense of living in the future, that concern for youngers, that, that if you like, that spiritual growth that hopefully starts in adulthood, but, but continues and expands and mm. grows, uh, uh, which has been wonderful uh, to experience that. <clears throat> and, and tell me about that. What, what's the spiritual growth that you're experiencing? You know, um, it, it's more and more the sense of uh, really feeling, really feeling at, at one with, um, who, with all of the people of this world, this feeling that I am, I am, I am one with them. This, I guess you call it this, in a sense, this unity consciousness that's just, oh my God, and 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 you know this enlightened sense of this enlightened self-interest, that that self-interest expands and expands and expands, and, and through elderhood till it includes everyone, and and I think all sentient beings. Yep. for all and yep. um, the, the self the self ex, expands and yeah. it, it's all of a sudden you're not i'm not identifying with just you know oh. is that your phone I don't know. Oh, suzanne's running away. that's all right but i expand where i'm not just uh concerned with measly jeff or in my family, or my nation, yeah, the whole world, exactly. And, and then at that point, you're getting into an identity that transcends death. Oh, and yes, and then coming into that beginning, wow, that, that for me was, that was part of this. Who am I now? I, you know, I, I'm not identifying so much with this earlier places that I, the life I had before, and I'm not familiar yet with this new emerging place that's, that's beginning to, uh, you know, come into existence uh, for me in my life. But I, I knew, for instance, Erickson, Eric Erickson's work, uh, Little Stage of Life on Integrity. Well, I'm 
been thinking about it, it's integral versus despair. <laughs> yeah. that, that integral, in a sense, the consciousness of integral uh, really helps with that uh, work of, of deeper and expanded integrity. John, we had a little glitch, technically. So why don't you rewind back to Eric Erickson? Uh, because, you're, you know, his stuff on elderhood is, you, go on. Yeah. Um, Erickson wrote about the different stages of life, life stages. And the final stage of life he described was um, integrity or despair. But he didn't talk much about um, how you actually got there. A little bit, but at that time, God, he was writing in the 1950s. And, and the consciousness of uh, integral wasn't there in the same way. Right. He didn't have that piece. But he did have this sense of uh, you have to keep growing all your life and moving through the work of the earlier stages, doing the work of adulthood and, and to, to get there. If you're going to get to um, this place of, of a feeling of deeper and deeper integrity versus the despair, I think, that so many, too many older people feel. And, but I think that part of that you know, journey to that integrity is through integral consciousness, the work of integral consciousness. And, uh, and yet, <clears throat> that's, still, that's still pretty new. I, I don't think you have to know about integral Right. No. And, 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 and that's for sure. Did, did Erickson talk about a stage that is comparable to integral? Well, he, he called it, he would have called it, I think, the, the integrity. Uh-huh. That, would, right. that would have been close the, enough. Close enough. <laughs> what he was thinking about and talking about at the time. Right. Yeah. It was, right. It was a great insight into <clears throat> that there, that there, was a stage that was emerging that I'm I'm calling elderhood. Yeah, that is that as is, as different from adulthood as adulthood is from adolescence and yes. you know, and, and and actually, if you look at you know just the evolution of culture and how we think about things, there's a stage now of twenty to twenty seven that is a young adult stage that feels distinct from a later adult stage, yes. more experimental, less, you know, committed, less, less weighed down. Uh, and that's cool to see. Yeah. And if you look at history, you realize adolescence was a stage that didn't exist a couple hundred years ago. No, like childhood didn't. <laughs> childhood didn't, for that matter. You know, uh, you just went to work as soon as you could, <laughs> however you could. And, uh, and so hallelujah that we get to see this um, you know, this life that we have, this precious gift in this more expanded way and, and know that we have this beautiful stage at the end. I tell you, yes, that, that's, what's, that's what's so exciting to me, Jeff, that, that I, I experienced that and I experienced the movement into that. And I think, I think many people are, whether they have the language of integral or not, they're moving mm -hmm. into this, this stage. And, but I think, you know, here's one of the challenges. I think that many people um, never grow into full adulthood. And there's a tragedy there, because if you don't grow into full adulthood, I don't know that elderhood is easily or readily accessible to you. Yeah. 
Yeah, tell me about that. So adulthood has its characteristics, and some people really don't fully inhabit them. And they say sort of cycling these sort of young, typically young person problems. And and so, you know, so how would you describe that? Well, I think that so many people stay a lot in what I think of as uh, adapted child. Uh, I'm following, in a sense, the work of a woman named Pia Melody here, who I have a lot of respect for, who talked about the light in, in uh, a natural child, wounded child, and adapted child. An adapted child masquerades as our adult. You can become president of the United States from adapted child. No, don't be silly. <laughs> well, we saw it. <laughs> I'm afraid so. You know, um, so that adapted child part of us that we all need to work with, I mean, it's part of the cleaning up part, uh, masquerades, as I said, as adult for, for all of us to a little extent, and for many people, for, for much of their lives and much of their existence, they, they don't really get to uh, conscious adulthood because they don't do, they don't do their work enough you know and then there's many ways of doing our work there certainly isn't just one way but you have to do it mm -hmm. how would you describe that work what is that transformation oh. now the into first of all into adulthood it's uh it's the pro it is the process of i need to wake up one piece i need to begin to wake up that um i can't just I can't just stay with my earlier ways of, of looking at things, my earlier conceptual ways of thinking about religion or thinking about uh, the world. That, that has to begin to say, wow, this is, this is a bigger world, much wider world than I, I originally thought. And, and then, you know, and then the, the painful and wonderful work of growing up. I, I need to grow up. I need to take the challenges of my life that are brought on, brought with me through relationships, you know, with friends, with a partner, with with all with that stuff, and I, I need to keep growing. Uh, I need to not let myself just give up or stop. You know, uh, choosing never to grow, never to give up, is is really important in that way. And then this is all, and this involves the work of cleaning up. You know, which is the work I've been doing as a psychotherapist, helping people, doing my own work, for sure, <laughs> you know, for many years. But, but helping people clean up the earlier pieces that stick us and get stuck. You know, Ken, Ken talks about that work of cleaning up and, and the importance of that, you know, doing, you know, doing our shadow work and, and recognizing the power of, of, of our shadows. Uh, so all of that, Jeff, is some of how I think about, you know, the work of the work of adulthood. Yeah. 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 And, 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 um, and, 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 and until that's installed in a way, uh, you, you really aren't going to move in any stable way to elderhood, which has its characteristics of equanimity then. And um, in some ways, enjoying what you, one built in adulthood, because adulthood is a building stage. 
and uh, and half. Yes, and, and yes. Growing older. My God, you know, uh, losing physical, changing physical abilities and yes. all of that. Yeah. It's funny. I have the strangest. I, I haven't had any big debilities. So I, I, this is a provisional statement, and I reserve the right to rescind it. But so far, what I've lost feels like a relief yeah. in a way. I mean, I know I'm not going to climb Mount Kilimanjaro now. Yeah. And, and I'm good with that. And, and I couldn't have said that, you know, 20 years ago. And, uh, and there's, there's something that is liberating in, in the limitations that uh, Ken would talk about that, that we can liberate things by limiting them. Because yeah. all of a sudden they say, okay, this is what I have. I have this life and I have this much left of it. And I'm in this world and it actually matters what I do. Yes. And, uh, and, I, and, and, that's exciting. Oh, it's so exciting, Jeff. It's, that's why I kind of referred to it, you know, as, as to discovering the fountain of youth. Which yeah. Is, you could say that that's crazy talk. Here you are, you old codger. You know what I mean? But no, the sense of uh, this freedom. Yeah. Uh, uh, the freedom of letting go of what I need to let go of and expanding what I, what I want to keep growing and expanding in. It's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of freedom and fullness in that process. Yeah. Now, are you seeing any um, – uh, do you have a group or is there any uh, people that you're working with this on or anything like that? Yeah, I, I've been really, I don't, really blessed in those ways, Jeff. Um, uh, I have a partner at work, a woman named Mary. Mary and I have worked together for 40 years and, and are able to really do this dance together. She's very different from me and thinks differently, but together we've been putting these thoughts together. I also have started a group that meets on Monday mornings, again, who are exploring the intersection of the integral consciousness and elderhood as a stage of life. Um, so that's been that's been a lot of fun talking. Yep. Wow, what what is this? Because it's it really is still emerging, and I don't think we have any. You know, we don't have a really clear picture of elderhood yet as this uh, distinct stage of life. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. And but what fun to be working on it. I mean, what what could be more exciting than that? Uh, so that's cool. And so this group is, uh, you know, doing some of the basic science, if you will, and really just looking at it consciously. Yes, looking at it consciously. And, you know, you know, Ken says, you know, thoughts are actual structures of the universe. And I believe that. Yeah. And thinking about our, what we're doing, how we're beginning to look at um, what, how this is different for each of us, as well as similar. What is each person's you know, entry into elderhood. For, for me, it was definitely a sense of a new stage, you know, and yeah. I mean, a transformation. I think other people may just step into it more gradually. Mm -hmm. There isn't one way. To yeah. there. But I do think you don't get there without doing your earlier work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, and I do think that knowing it really helps us get there. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's just like all of a sudden I'm consciously incompetent instead yeah. of unconsciously incompetent. And I can see that there's a new thing that's being called forth 
and that I know that that's true. It's supposed to happen. Other people have done it. They've mapped out the territory. Yes. Thank you. Yes. You know, and it becomes normative. Normative yeah. in the sense that there now are ways of recognizing uh, some of the some of the pieces of what this this new stage, what this emerging stage looks like. Yeah. So I have one more question. <laughs> so, so, so what happens when we die, John? Yeah. Do you think? Jeff, I don't know, but I'm, you know, I think I'm kind of with, I'm kind of with Socrates on that one. You know, uh, Socrates saying, you know, well, I don't know what's beyond this, but wow, I'm, <laughs> I really am uh, excited to find out. Oh, man, hallelujah. Me too. That's about, I, I, I couldn't say it any better. It just feels like I trust the system. I don't know, but so far, so good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, John, is there any place people who might want to know more uh, could go? Do you have a website or anything that we might check out? Yeah. Uh, the, the website would be uh, the Relationship Resource Center, you know, www.relationshipresourcecenter.com. And my email is uh, htbdragons at gmail.com. Here there be dragons. Yes. HTB dragons at gmail.com. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, John Mariner, for joining us today and sharing your wisdom about wisdom and elderhood. So we appreciate it. Take care. Bye, folks. <laughs>